If you're looking to start a podcast, the best place to start is Anchor. It's free. The creation tools allow you to record and edit the podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Uh, You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's easy to do everything to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, this is Required Watching and I am Trey, your host as always. And this week we're going to be doing things a little bit differently. This week we are... I guess starting something a bit new, something called Ones to Watch. Now, further down the line in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be rolling out this initiative where we showcase, interview, and discover new short films from filmmakers talking about their process, what led them into filmmaking, and the movies that got them to where they are now. But in the meantime, I thought we'd take a look at some of the short films that have an impact. Some of the short films from people that we know, from people that we don't know, that have changed the landscape of cinema and Hollywood and the world of film as we know it in some way, shape, or form. And get started with the the ones to watch that we may or may not know about and move on to discovering and exploring filmmakers and peers that we should be keeping an eye on. Today, we're talking about Popeye the Sailor meets Sinbad the Sailor. Younger millennials may not have heard of Popeye, but when I was growing up, he was everywhere. Robin Williams played him in the feature film version. Joey Gladstone, played by Dave Coulier, was constantly doing impressions on Full House. And who could forget getting Popeye brand spinach from the grocery store? Yes, it was very expensive. Back in the 1930s, when comic strips and comic books became a medium for must-read entertainment, there were two that stood out for adults. That was Little Orphan Annie and Popeye. The muscular sailor went straight from the pages with with his affinity for olive oil, paternal nature, for sweet pea, and perseverance with Bluto, and of course, his spinach-loving muscles into the hearts of millions. This is what led to the comic strip being able to transcend and become an important part of the lexicon decades later. In Popeye the Sailor meets Sinbad the Sailor, the legendary sailor Popeye and Sinbad do battle in which to see who is the greatest. There is a lot at stake, but most importantly, much like the other Popeye films, it's mainly the affection of olive oil. And if we take just a quick second, we will see how throughout the history of this cartoon, and of course, during the times, violence was a very, very funny thing and a very common thing in a not so in a not so PC or censored world, especially with an animation. And of course, taking a woman is is something that was completely fine, even if it were against her will. So of course, if that's something that you are sensitive to, don't watch it. Say that straight off the bat and save you some of the the heartache. Don't want anyone to get triggered by this. But of course, this was a different time. So we'll try to judge it based off that. That's the premise is short and simple. Sinbad thinks he's the toughest guy. He sings an entire song about it. 
Uh, I believe this is the first uh, first lines of dialogue in the entire thing. It's just about how he thinks he is the best. And he shows us around his island and the beasts that he has bested. I also live with him on this island. And his song quickly gets interrupted by Popeye, who is singing his own theme song. And if you don't know it, you should really watch this film and get to know it. <laughs> Sinbad looks through his telescope sees the annoying Popeye, but of course feasts his eyes on olive oil and sends what can only be described as the biggest vulture around to go sink Popeye's ship and take olive oil and bring him back as his prisoner. As his, uh, prisoner. Ultimately, in his mind, thinking that he has confirmed that he is the best. Listen, by today's standards, on first looks, this isn't worth mentioning, but as you really look at the cartoon, it's something interesting to see uh, the scenery, the wisecracks, and the comedic dialogue coming from the characters and the colors. Uh, and it's enough to keep you locked in for 15 minutes. The short, of course, has some accolades, one of them being an Academy Award for, I believe it's best short format cartoon or short form cartoon. I haven't had the chance to see any of the other shorts that it was stacked up against, but I begin to understand what makes this so unique and a contender for one of the classic shorts. This isn't a Disney film uh, that we know or a Pixar film that we know today, but it takes nuggets of emotion, imagery, dialogue to attempt to take us through something in the short amount of time that we have. The brand of humor may have changed since 1939, but the tone, but this was a tone that was kind of captivated by many. Uh, Flesher Studios is the studio that produced this short film and even came up with a process, which I believe is called the tabletop process, which has been evolved and adapted, especially to, to today's standards. And as far as I'm concerned, it allowed for the parallaxing nature of the moving main, main characters and scenery that is around it to move through this space in a very interesting and fluid way. And this is something that we see today, of course, in the concept, I'm sure, I, I am not an animator so, I, animator, so I can't speak to it fully, but the concept of what Flusher Studios created to create this effect was certainly some of the first at the time. Much like the rest of entertainment at the time, and today, in fact, the uncredited voice actors went on to continue their careers in animation and had a long career with the Popeye franchise, some characters coming in and out to reprise their roles, new actors being brought in to continue their roles. It became one big giant Popeye family. And I guess to end this thing with some fun facts, this was the first Popeye cartoon in Technicolor. And that's really interesting. In 1994, this was a film that was ranked number 17 on the 50 greatest cartoons of all time. And as we wrap up this very, very short episode, the question isn't if this is required to watch, but merely a suggestion that Popeye the Sailor meets Sinbad. The Sailor is one to watch because it may have had a hand at some of the films technologies and the way we talk about and create animation now so I, th I think it's something to see where we came from so we can appreciate things like the simpsons and the 
crazy things that the studios like Dreams, DreamWorks, Disney, etc. hold to today. Anywho, 15 minutes. Check out Popeye, The Sailor, Meets Sinbad The Sailor. A link is in the description, in the uh, show notes. And there you got it. So that's our episode. I'm your host, Trey Epps. What did you think of the movie? Did I get it right or was I completely off base? Leave a message and we'll play it during our ex- our next episode and discuss. Required Watching is a movie club, so as much as I'd love to hear my own voice, I would love to hear from you guys. There's a link in the show notes where you can leave a voice message or you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Required Watch. See you there.